This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. On pain.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold, and I've been genetically modified. <laughs> no, I have not. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, let's pop right back into this. We've got a ways to go. We're talking about uh, Xi Jinping. So this scientist uh, defended his finding, but it landed him in jail for defying government bans. I believe he went to jail for three years. Maybe it'll say that here. Many of the interviewees for this article alluded to the Xi Jinping case as a key moment in bioethics. Scientists have reported that as well as protecting them from HIV, the treatment brought cognitive enhancements too. So that is what this geneticist was probably talking about uh, when he was so concerned about this. Now, I will say that this geneticist that I know told me that he's actually against this stuff. But I wasn't producing a show back then, so I didn't pry you know, too deeply, but I'd like to know where we draw the line, where the science community draws the line. And if there is an ethical, you know, hold back on this now, when does it end? In a week from now, two weeks from now, it eventually will end. As you can see, we have societal norms, we have cultural traditions, and it only takes them about one generation to erase those. So if there's any ethical holdbacks, they will erase them soon, folks. It goes on to say uh, Xi Jinping made use of CRISPR technology, which you know all about now, folks, uh, to create the twins, a way of making specific and precise changes to the DNA contained in living cells. Some traits can be removed and others added. As we showed you, they use the Cas9 protein to cut the DNA and then replace it with 
other pieces of non-damaged DNA. Now, remember the company I showed you, I was thinking about this last night, the other company that I showed you, Orchid, who's run by the Peter Thiel fellow, uh, what was it, Norsidiqui, uh, with backing from 23andMe's CEO, who is the wife of Sergey Brin, the Google founder, people used to wonder what 23andMe was doing with the DNA. They weren't convinced that they were just doing uh, sort of your your heritage and your medical background and such. And so I wonder if some of the the DNA you sent them has been spliced and maybe they're going to use that to implant into with the copy and paste technology of CRISPR into other humans. I don't know. Do you put anything past them, folks? I don't. Um, the article continues. It holds huge promise, potentially being able to treat or even cure inherited diseases. What could it do for the military? All right. It says, uh, Christophe uh, Galichet, a senior research scientist at the Francis Crick Institute in London, calls CRISPR a, quote, revolution, end quote. I don't know, a fourth industrial revolution, maybe? At least part of it, folks. Come on. They don't let this stuff go to waste. This is the merger of the physical, biological, and digital. We are here, ladies and gentlemen. All right, it goes on to say, but uh, Galachet says there are limits. He compared it to using find and replace on text. You can easily swap precise phrases about, but what works at one point in the text might not make sense in another. We talked a little bit about this, but see, now that you have a grasp on it and understanding of the technology, we can read these types of articles without having to stop and explain each and every little piece of the article because we started off by understanding a little bit about CRISPR and gene editing and the synthetic babies and designer babies and all this other stuff, okay? Quote, it's wrong to think that one gene will have one effect, he said. All right, so... We heard that before, too, in some of the other articles. He goes on to say, if you take a gene, you can have an individual with greater muscles or being able to breathe at high altitude, but maybe further down the line, the individual will develop cancer, end quote. So this is where cutting and pasting various pieces together, they can build what uh, we were supposed to believe Hitler was building, the superhuman, right? Or Captain America. It goes on to say it is also difficult to isolate some traits. Many genes are involved in height, for example, and any traits that are changed will be passed down generations. Some analysts see China's efforts as a direct response to the United States. A 2017 report in The Guardian said that a U.S. military agency was investing tens of millions in genetic extinction technology that could wipe out invasive species something UN experts warned could have military applications. First off, everything can have military applications. All right? If a military's job is to seek and destroy, anything can have military applications. All right? And now we see that the majority of this technology, if not all of it, is developed inside the military or inside another connected government institution or through a military contractor funded by the government through various military agencies. And then they pass it off to people like Elon Musk, the real-life Tony Stark, to normalize it. And then they pop them over at Joe Rogan, the propagandist show, to humanize it. 
Okay, so that's how that works, folks. So again, now China is developing it in response and retaliation to something the U.S. was developing, which is genetic extinction technology. What, if you don't think the United States is building this, you're crazy, folks. Come on. Come on. Of course they're doing it. They manipulate the soil, the air, the water, the grass, everything. Everything is manipulated now in this prison planet. All right, it goes on to say China and the United States are not the only countries seeking an advantage. France's armed forces have been given approval to develop enhanced soldiers. They will prance around like girly men and eat french fries. No, that's not what it says. Uh, To develop enhanced soldiers with a report laying out ethical boundaries for the research. Defense Minister Florence Parley said, quote, we must face the facts. Not everyone shares our scruples and we must be prepared for whatever the future holds end quote so see what happens is they play this game like i said where each country is willing to play the respective boogeyman to each other country and so then it allows them to say to their people we're building this technology because we have to get out ahead of france or russia or china or the united states or what have you and so The reason why they also need to do that, not like it matters if you or I or some, you know, dope in France or China is against their own government doing this. They have to do it because they need to get the scientists and the engineers, the last of them, that may have some semblance of morality or ethics in their bones, in their DNA, in their soul. And so if they say to them, listen, bud, and and we'll eventually get into some of the stuff the cia made some of our scientists do uh let me make a note of that actually i have a whole series on that that i need to do but if you look at that case uh whether it be in the private sector or the public sector and they say to the geneticists for instance i know we need to develop this technology that can uh eat people's flesh off in one second and he goes i I don't know if i want to do that and they go no 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 we're not developing it to do that we're developing it because china's developing it and then we want to develop an antidote to it and so he goes oh my god really okay i'll build that for you but then it's going to be used for nefarious purposes so they have to be able to get their scientists and engineers that still have you know uh, principles and morals and values to get on board with building this frankenstein technology for them the same way you'd say to them we're building this machine to save premature babies No, it's not going to be used to build super intelligent uh, super soldier killer robots. No, it's going to be used to save premature babies. Or this brain chip will not be used to hack the mind of humans. It's going to be used to cure people with paralysis. You know, your cousin with paralysis who got in the car accident, we want to cure him. And then the scientist says, okay, I'll do that. The same way you would manipulate people in the military or you manipulate people in law enforcement. You make them believe that what they're doing is uh it's okay even though it might not be ethical because in the end it's saving everyone else it's for the greater good kind of like a, a covet psyop you tell everyone to strap masks to their face and suffocate themselves and shove q-tips up into their brains for the good of humanity you know you're saving grandma 
And so everybody gets on board. That's psychological warfare. We're going to be getting into that shortly. The article goes on to say, even if scientists could safely improve an individual's attributes, the application in the military field raises its own issues. For example, would an individual soldier be freely able to consent to a potentially risky treatment within the command structure of the military? I would say no to that, folks. They jab our military constantly with vaccines when they send them overseas to fight. Who knows what they're doing to them? It goes on to say both China and Russia are reported to have tested COVID vaccines on their troops. Yeah, we did that too. Quote, the military doesn't exist to promote the interests of the soldier. It exists to gain a strategic advantage or win a war, end quote, said Professor Julian Savalescu, an expert in ethics at Oxford University. Oxford University, right. We just saw them involved with something with Google, did we not? What was that project? God, I can't even remember. There's so many of these things going on, folks. It says, quote, there are limits on the risks that you can impose on soldiers, but they're higher than those imposed on normal society, end quote. Okay, there are limits on the risks that you can impose on soldiers, but they're higher than those imposed on normal society, end quote. Professor Savalescu says that for anyone, it is important to weigh the risks of an enhancement against the benefits. Yeah, I would say that's probably something that you should be concerned about. Quote, but of course, he added, Quote, the equation is different in the military. Individual beings will bear the risks, but often not benefit, end quote. Soldiers are put in life or death situations, and it might be thought that enhancement should be welcomed if it ensured their survival. Oh, yeah, create the Incredible Hulk and then send him back home to his wife. That's cute. But Professor Patrick Lynn, a philosopher at California Polytechnic State University, said it was not so simple. Quote, military enhancements means experimenting and putting at risk your own citizens. So it's unclear how better protected enhanced soldiers might be. Just the opposite. They could be sent on more dangerous missions or take more chances than uh, that the unenhanced would not, end quote, right? So if our country, our military is developing real-life Wolverines, real-life Captain Americas, real-life Incredible Hulks, real-life any of these type of uh, Marvel superheroes that you're looking at, they would be sent into more dangerous missions, right? Versus, say, a non-enhanced unenhanced normal soldier and so then it increases their risk of danger but don't worry we'll jack them up with pain vaccines and magnetic nanoparticles that will help them seal their bloody wounds and then they can inject themselves with a hibernation jab so they can sleep until they're rescued come on folks this is nightmarish stuff I mean, they're talking about this with the military, but they're also talking about doing this in real life. And the psychopaths who will benefit are the Ray Kurzweil types and his crew. They want immortality. They want all this genetic modification to take place on them, and they want to walk around in exoskeletons as they beam their minds from body to body. 
I mean, is that not clear that Peter Thiel and these guys seek out this level of immortality? Of course it's clear. They've said it in their own words. Absorb that when we come back. If that wasn't crazy enough, folks, there is much more around the corner. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. You are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Come over there and join us, folks. It's a great community of like-minded people. I'm going to ask Mike Moore if I can start doing some polls on there because I am in the process of trying to find out if you guys want me to start doing some live stream discussions that you can join into. And and I just don't want to jump into that type of stuff unless I know it's something you're going to appreciate and you're going to get involved with. You know, I kind of I want to add an engaging element to the show. I come from the live streaming video world that's mainly what my production background was in and so you get uh to hear from the people right away in text chat or you can do live calling and so you get feedback and sometimes i feel like i'm in a little bubble here i'm in a synthetic womb and i get no feedback from the outside world i see the numbers are growing i see people are sharing the podcast i see you're listening but I don't really hear your voice, and I want to hear your voice. I want to get to know you. I want to understand uh, what I am doing right and wrong over here. I want to understand if you're understanding this content. Many of you write me and say this is like an educational course on the technocracy, which is fantastic. I'm glad you see it that way, but I want to hear from more of you guys, and I want to gain some of the knowledge that you have and add it to this show. I'm trying to get smarter over here. I don't want to just stay in my own bubble. But anyway, let's finish up this article then i'll jump over to the video it says uh captain america may not yet be around the corner but there is always the possibility of a surprise development quote it is difficult to exercise any ethical control or democratic control over how things evolve in the military because by nature the military involves secrecy and privacy to protect the national interest end quote said professor savalescu And that's correct, folks. Everything you've seen over the last, just take modern history, the last six, seven years, all through the Trump era. Everything is protected by national security this, national security that. Legal Man talks about this on his podcast, The Quash. National security, national security, national security. Everything is hidden. If you listen to Mike Moore, the Thomas Paine podcast, he talks about it as well. So imagine the Frankenstein technologies that are being built in the military that they don't tell us about. I say it's crazy enough the things they do tell us about when they let Elon Musk and company roll them out publicly and normalize and humanize these things but imagine all the things we don't know about quote so it's a tough ethical one 
It's hard enough these days in science or medicine where things are reasonably open, end quote. And that's the uh, professor. It goes on to say, as for what could or should be done to regulate the field, Professor Lin said, quote, a key challenge is that nearly all of this is dual-use research. For instance, exoskeleton research was first aimed at helping or curing people of medical conditions, such as to help paralyzed patients walk again, end quote. And have I not brought that up to you time and time again? I'm not saying that to brag about this, but it's quite obvious, folks. They always utilize the human emotion, tug at your heartstrings to get you or the scientists they need to develop this on board. So we're going to develop an Iron Man suit to help people with paralysis walk again. But when you understand how devious how evil how nefarious these people are then there's no way that you could ever believe that that is what their intention is i don't believe that they're building a synthetic womb to save one million premature babies a year and the reason why i don't believe that is because one they already start to talk about growing babies in the wombs later and number two these are the same people who openly promote abortion not on board with uh women's choice women's right to choose we can debate all this stuff this is political topics i don't really want to debate but what i'm saying is they're not just on board with a woman's right to choose many of these people come out and openly promote abortion like they want people to have abortions so then you have to believe those same people want to save premature babies that they would like to have killed Come on! You just can't buy into this, folks. There's no way that you can believe that these technocratic transhumanist weirdos that have power, they have influence, they have wealth, they have control, are doing this to help the weakest parts of humanity. In the end, their eugenics are going to weed out all these people. They're already talking about genetic splicing and killing all these embryos and finding the right one to inject into you through in vitro, the one that has the least chance of carrying your diseases, because they believe they're gods and they can weed out disease and create these superhumans. And then how do we know the DNA that they're going to be fusing in and splicing with CRISPR isn't the DNA of Jeffrey Epstein or isn't the DNA of Elon musk or isn't the dna of the queen of england who the hell knows what dna they're fusing into your body to build some supreme race it goes on to say quote but this therapeutic use can be easily weaponized talking about building an exoskeleton for somebody with paralysis but this therapeutic use can easily be weaponized and it's not obvious how to prevent that from happening which means it's not obvious how to regulate it without overly broad regulation that also frustrates therapeutic research, end quote. No, the therapeutic research is the slippery slope. But I told you, there are no unintended consequences. There are only intended consequences. The people funding the research into the therapeutic use or into saving lives or into putting brain chips in heads to cure people with dementia... They know what the intended consequences are. They're building it to create their superhuman cyborgs. I mean, come it's it's obvious. It's obvious. I have to learn to stop harping on that because it's so obvious at this point. I don't want to keep saying it every time I read a sentence. All right, it goes on to say, according to Dr. O'Neill, China has already forged ahead in genetic research and other countries have put themselves at a disadvantage. 
quote, I think we've wasted time in ethical arguments rather than focusing on the reality of the here and the now, end quote, she said. See? Here's one that's ready to just go ahead and do it. Let's grow babies in synthetic wombs, and why don't we grow them and engineer them to have exoskeletons on them? Why are we talking about these ethical arguments? Oh, it's over. The debate is over. Let's just do whatever we want. Let's just take some babies and start injecting them with everything we can. Let's splice their genes. Let's fuse them in with a Wolverine because 500 years from now, somebody might do it, and you know we have to beat them to the punch. That's the argument here. That's the psychopaths on this endless push, this endless push of progress with no goal in sight. And this is how you end up on a path to engineering humanity out of existence that I talk about. That's progress for the scientists and engineers, the ones who believe they're God, the ones behind the microscope, peering down into it, looking at cell tissue all day. Well, it's just a clump of cells, folks. Let's engineer ourselves out of existence because someday some disease, some virus might kill us. So we might as well engineer ourselves out of existence and humanity altogether and develop some new race, some new alien race with an exoskeleton suit that can survive all this. Now, that's the mentality of the people behind the microscope that like to play God. Quote, far too much energy is spent on speculation and dystopia. And much more energy should be spent on real risks and applying the technology so that we understand it better. Because it will be done elsewhere and is being done elsewhere. And it's only through continued research that we will understand where it may go wrong. So this person straight up says what I was just ranting about, okay? Far too much energy is spent on speculation and dystopia. And much more energy should be spent on real risks and applying the technology so that we understand it better. Maybe the real risk is them. Maybe the real risk are these scientists and engineers. And unfortunately, I hate to say it because many people put their child through education seeing where they would be able to make a great living for themselves. So through STEM over the last 20 years, STEM, 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 STEM. And so maybe the real risk and the engineers are the scientists. I mean, the real risks uh, to this, the real, uh, uh, you know, the real risk to this whole thing. Okay. Sorry. I'm getting really worked up here is them. It's the scientists and engineers. Remember, technocracy is ruled by the scientists and engineers, folks. And so now they're just saying, screw the speculation and dystopia where this could go wrong. Well, if you wanted to end all this, you'd have to lock the scientists and engineers in a prison cell. You'd have to send them all to Rikers Island. All right, if you wanted to shut this down and then pull the plug on the Starlink that's going to connect all this stuff, all the Internet of Things, Internet of Senses, Internet of Bodies to build the international worldwide prison planet metaverse Earth that they're creating for us. It's all connected. All these people are working on creating a non-natural life, control, prison planet. You see what they're doing? Everything is about hacking, hijacking, and pirating. I've said that to you. In, in, a, in a normal world, these people would be looked at as criminals and thieves and uh, pirates and hackers and hijackers. That's what they would be looked at. That's how we would look at them if they were out there talking about this stuff openly i don't know folks if you went back to world war ii and they were spouting this stuff you'd be calling them nazis you'd be calling them fascists 
you would say they were dystopian authoritarians, mad scientists manipulating nature. That's what they would be. But now they just talk about it openly. This is on BBC. Wait until I pull up the next article here over at military.com. And I'm going to show you a paper sanctioned by our government, funded by our government, this research into super soldiers uh, with a couple more mad scientists involved. And then we're going to get back to Dr. Morgan, and you're going to see what, uh, what he's up to, folks. No, this is serious business, guys. In that article, it was fantastic, and I wanted to show you because everything I put into the last 38, 39 episodes, whatever it's been, you're seeing it now in the words of a journalist who is for the mainstream, BBC, who's breaking it down and showing you in the words of the scientists that they want to cast the ethics aside. As I showed you the video with the Israeli scientist the other day who talked about playing with uh, tissues and layers of tissues in a lab and there were no ethical complications and i said if that guy could grow a baby inside of a synthetic womb without a mom and dad then he could play with that baby without any ethical concerns as well and so now they're talking about doing it inside the military and you have scientists sitting there and going well wait a second we developed these for therapeutic uses maybe they're going to be used for really bad stuff i don't know what and then one of them says cast all that aside forget your dystopian talk let's just move forward and do it because everyone is doing it folks there's a clip maybe i'll show it in the next one and i'm sure you're familiar with it it's george soros sitting down with steve croft many years ago a couple decades ago and croft asked george soros about when he was a child i think he was around 12 to 14 years old and soros was a jew and he was uh his father basically put him under the care of a nazi uh, so he could pretend he wasn't Jewish. And Soros had to go out and point out other Jews for the Nazis to take their stuff away from. This is how the story goes. Don't get mad at me. You know, we could debate uh, World War II and everything on some other shows behind a paywall, not publicly. But Soros was told to go out there and point out other Jews so they could confiscate property and round them up and stuff. And Steve Croft asked Soros, at the time, a multi-billionaire who could have just made up a lie and softened the story. And he said to him, do you feel bad about that at all how do you cope with that how do you deal with the fact that you were helping round up your own people and soros said well if i didn't do it someone else would have and so that is the mentality of these scientists well china might be doing it russia might be doing it france might be doing it england might be doing it north korea might be doing it so we have to do it too if we don't do it other people are going to do it if we don't build incredible hulk in a lab if we don't mind tap into people through a brain chip if we don't raise baby in synthetic wombs that we could run experiments on if we don't gene splice and engineer humanity out of existence someone else is going to do it so i might as well be the person who's going to do it now folks that's not how i operate but i think of it like this if someone else is about to take a break right now i might as well do it folks i will be right back this is dustin gold i am fired up folks i am fired up this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 